This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, easy. What's up, guys? My name is Evan Duvall. This is Easy Does It. Thank you for joining us. All right, guys. Welcome to Easy Does It Podcast. My name is Evan Duvall. I'm here with Daniel Wynn and Chisholm Pierce, the founders of this beautiful space, Photo House. Let's go ahead and give them a round of applause. Well, first off, I want to say thank you uh, for coming on and uh, sharing this space with <clears throat> sharing this space with me. Yeah, we're and, happy to have you. Yeah, man, and um, y'all have created something special here. Um, I think moving into you know the trajectory that Austin is in right now, it's more important than ever um, that we have spaces that are willing to host events and parties and allow people to express themselves in a lot of different ways. Um, so I would like to extend a thank you. I know we're all grateful to be here. So oh, great. Yeah, thank you guys all for showing up. Awesome. Well, uh, let's go ahead and start this episode off. Let's go ahead and get into, uh, introduce yourselves individually and, uh, get into the story of how Photo House kind of came to bouts. Chisholm, you can take um, the lead on that. All right. I'm Chisholm Pierce. I've been doing photography, uh, professionally since about 2005 and, um, have a lot of education in photography as well and uh, come from Taylor, Texas, about 45 minutes northeast of Austin, so pretty much local. Yeah. Um, and Daniel. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Daniel. Most of you guys know me here. Um, I guess my background was in oil and gas a long time ago, my, most of my 20s. So uh, being a creative hasn't didn't really start until about 2015. Um, kind of the old corporate guy realizing that life is short. Right. And you really got to pursue what you really love. And um, we're really lucky to have the space to really bring all the creatives together. Um, sure. Yeah. So I've, I've yeah. And um, Photo House is really Daniel's baby. He started it over in Native Hostel. Um, mm. He's probably a little shy about giving himself a pat on the back for that. But um, he, this is, I'm really honored to be a part of it and him to have uh, had me come on board as a partner right and we really had a great opportunity um after the space that we had built in native to expand to a more um purpose-built space here uh downtown austin um still in downtown austin and that was really important to us as well absolutely and you express that you know willingness to host and um having the space to do that now um, is incredible. And I've seen this space transformed a few times already, you know, in the short time that I've known you guys. And I've seen a live band in here and I've been a part of a product launch and, you know, all these different, you know, nights that are coming about and these industry nights. 
Um, I think there's a really interesting opportunity here and uh, I'm glad to be a part of it. Um, but so I kind of want to get into the trajectory of this podcast. Um, for those of you that are new to Easy Does It, um, has I'm also from Austin, Texas. Um, originally, you know, I grew up out here. I fell in love with this city. Um, I was in the Navy for six years and I just got home uh, last August. And um, it was a really interesting time to come back into Austin and uh, mid COVID and everything that was going on. Um, but I just knew that, you know, once people started getting back out that, you know, it was a really important time for, for people to share space and for that to be intentional and to be of something of value. And um, I think there's something really interesting in hearing other people's perspectives. And I know that we can all draw a lot of inspiration from that and hearing individual stories um, because ultimately there's a sense of relatability and familiarity in a lot of people's stories, whether it's the shadow work or the highs, the lows, it doesn't matter, you know, if, if we can start to see each other for who we are and meet each other where we're at, um, then we can move forward from a grounded place. And I see that in y'all and I, that's why I'm excited to, uh, you know, see what we can do together and, and, uh, glad to be a part of it. For sure. Um, but so being a local guy, you know, originally from Austin, I, I mean, I, I grew up in Dripping Springs, so there wasn't much to do out there. I assume the same as Taylor. Yeah. And so all of the culture was here in Austin. Um, so we made that commute often. Yeah. And um, so what was that experience? What did you see in Austin? What was the potential? Did you know you wanted to move here? I mean, as a kid, I and, you know, growing up in Taylor, I actually grew up in a town called Thrall is where I went to high school. So it's mm -hmm. even smaller, but I like to say Taylor because that's the big town where Walmart is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but yeah, uh, we were here, like, as soon as we got a driver's license, every kid in Taylor is driving to Austin every single night, coming to concerts. And that's kind of what got me hooked on photography was coming to Austin, going to concerts, bringing a camera before they started making you have to have a pass Badge. for your camera, yeah. you know? Like, I was, I was sneaking into South by Southwest since, like, 1997 for sure so <laughs> yeah so yeah i mean we were just always wanting to be in the city always wanting to like have a little more culture i mean we were dial up internet and taylor was like long distance Absolutely. so <laughs> wow. yeah. so it was like it cost money to check your email That's how so, it was, so yeah. it was easier to just drive to austin and find out what was happening you know <laughs> yeah so Absolutely. yeah i think um you know what how has the city's changed and how much growth that is occurring um, it's inevitable, it's happening, mm -hmm. it's coming fast. Um, and so that's why it's so important that, you know, those that know this city um, and those that are in these industries really have, you know, a strong stand here and they're using their voices um, in order to call upon the culture in which they appreciate, right? Because with all of this growth, um, I think if we just let it go on the path that it is right now without really saying anything, if we're just appreciating it, then it will change. And um, so, but if we use our voices and we continue to make spaces and we use social media the way a lot of us do um, to kind of call attention to that which we take pride in in the city and that which we appreciate, um, the, the artists individually, or all the different industries and how they're, they're sharing space. And, um, you know, I, I want to talk about um, how Native kind of set y'all up and then that, that move. I know it's been a lot of work. 
Um, yeah, definitely has. Um, you know, I think every photographer, their true dreams to have a studio. I mean, right. you can ask anyone. And I was in a very lucky position in the sense of, you know, manifesting it for so many years. Uh, I met up with Antonio. He was a brilliant developer and he was a great friend of mine. Uh, I was a kind of negative, native regular for such a long time. And uh, there was a space across the, the highway there. I was like, hey, Antonio, come check this out with me. Tell me how much it's going to take to, you know, remodel it. Right. And he starts asking me, you know, questions. What are you trying to do? And, you know, what do you have there in this? And he asked me, plain and simple, do you need a partner? I said, if it's you, then for sure. Yeah. And then um, we had a, a letter of intent on that space and then we lost it. Then one day, Antonio's like, hey, how about the green room? And back in eight, I was like, what? I've been in there so many times. But then I went there objectively and looked at it. It was like, yeah, it'd be a nice little boutique studio. Mm -hmm. And it was a great place to kind of beta test yeah. uh, the studio uh, to, to build a brand, to right. see if we can get the bookings and see, you know, who came in to mm -hmm. shoot. Yeah, just and, in your space. Yeah, so 18 months there. And then we took down this space um, uh, in October. Mm -hmm. Brought Chisholm in and he's yeah. probably the best partner I could ever ask for because he's a fellow creative too. Absolutely. And, um, you know, it, it was really important for us to create a very safe environment mm. for people to produce in. You know, with photography, it comes up with a lot of negative things as well. And, um, you know, having a safe environment, a professional environment right. where people can come in and it yields a sense of, wow, it's pretty professional, professional here. So yeah. you better come correct yeah. and, and, you know, uh, put on your best foot forward, if you will. Perception so, is reality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think when you get to a certain age, um, you feel an obligation. I think a lot of people forget uh, a role in life to be a mentor, mm. you know. And if you're at the space and time, you can't forget, like, there's younger photographers and videographers are inspiring. And, you know, I was so broke when I moved to Austin, you know, in yeah. 2015. Like, I, I couldn't even dream to play with equipment like this. So if I'm in the, in the position to… And I want to be, to be able to share with my community, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. that's that's true success in any terms is is being able to get yourself to a point where you can you can share with others, you can teach others. Right. Um, and that's that's the road worth journeying. Um, if you just get caught up in the grind and you know that's not sustainable and and uh, you know obviously come crashing down sometimes. And uh, I've been there. Oh you yeah. Know? And, um, but, you know, I think the path that y'all are on and what y'all are doing with this space is, is beautiful. Um, there's a lot of powerful people that are being attracted, um, here. And I think there's a lot to be said in, in all of our various communities that we all do have, um, a lot of people in this room have platforms, right? And I think there's a sense of responsibility that comes with, um, the message that we're putting out to minds, um, however impressionable they may be in their own space. Um, we really don't know. Um, but we have access to individuals um, in their own space and no matter where they are in their life. And I think that, mm -hmm. you know, it's important that we put something that's optimistic. Um, we call to those individuals using these different platforms or um, different uses of technology in order to access people. And then hopefully my goal is to get everybody together face to face eye to eye um, because that's where the true magic happens and that's where you see those ripple effects kind of go out um, this may be you know it's a lot of work putting on this event weekly yeah. understand i'm doing weekly events myself and there's, there's always something going on but the ripple effect of that is fulfilling in itself and you see other people start to pick up the trades or or introduce the technology and and, um, you know, if there's any podcasters in the room tonight that want to use their platforms or introduce this technology, 
um, and share space with those that are following their platforms. I think that's an incredible opportunity to do so. Um, so I want to thank you guys for once again. Oh, um, thank you for coming. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sharing the space and and uh, introducing something that's new. So. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what we're doing with Photo Houses. We're trying to educate people that this can be a space that's used for so many different types of platforms, so many right. different types of art forms. Um, we're a creator space, not just a place for photography. We mm -hmm. can do so many things in here, and that's why we're doing this um, round of industry nights and right. started with music and local brands and ad agencies and now tonight podcasting and then we have film industry and then next fashion and then tech so all there's very, just so many things you can do all very important um, industries and they really can shape a city um, yeah. especially when you have people that are passionate about what they're doing and trying to share that um, there's going to be people that are you know watching that and they're going to think of how they can share um, how they can show up in the world and hopefully inspire people in that way. Um, I've been showcasing art at my events and mm -hmm. just, it's simple. It, it, we we want to create the space where individuals can do what they love. It's as simple as that. And other people are going to see that and they're going to go, oh, maybe I could do something like that too. You know, that 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 gap, that void between whatever life they're living, whether they're happy or not, and this creative pursuit it's it's not as big it just takes a leap of faith um, for a lot of individuals and a supportive community um, that's what a lot of creatives have is they've had mentors they've had individuals that they've you know followed or were aspired to be like and they kind of learn the ways just through through watching and observing and um, you know I think all of us are doing that all the time and um, like I said, there's a there's a sense of responsibility that comes with that. And you mentioned as well, you know, doing that with integrity and in a professional environment. And I mean, that's that's, you know, that's going to lay down the roots and the blueprint for successful industries. Yeah, I agree. Sure. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, um, what's on the horizon for Photo House? What's next? Well, uh, tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., we have a corporate buyout with Dell yeah. computers. So, yeah, that uh, fresh paint yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. so, so we've uh, we've cleaned up quite a bit for tomorrow already. We're anticipating a little bit of a cleanup tonight as well, but yeah. we're really excited for that. But we're we're really happy to be getting these big clients like that coming in. Yeah. And but uh, but as well, like that's part of this uh, thing of like we want to have education here mm -hmm. as well, so people are are not scared to come use this equipment. Um, we do want to like help and mentor and teach people how to use this stuff so that they can do it themselves. And so, you know, Dell's a huge thing. We have, you uh, know, people, Pizza Hut coming pe through. Pizza Hut coming through um, in a couple of months here. Yeah, or in been, a month here. One of the wonderful what things are they about coming through. <laughs> <laughs> Not soon enough. <laughs> yeah, one of the wonderful things about having a studio is all the creatives that come through here. You know, yeah. I really have my ear to the, you know, the pipe, you know, mm -hmm. whatever they say, the pine pipe anyway. All the creatives that come through here, I get to see what kind of projects they're working on from music videos, rap videos, to model shoots, to actual full-blown commercial corporate people. Uh, and the context we've been making and just watching their production, uh, it's really wonderful. Yeah, it, and you continue it, you know, to learn yeah, in Absolutely. That way, and you know. meet all these awesome, you know, um, uh, creatives. Yeah. Uh, but the future of Photo House, you know, I think we're really lucky to be in Austin. Mm. I think this is a growing city, obviously. Absolutely. And um, everyone's coming from LA, New York, etc. Uh, my dream is to have a location in Miami, New York, mm. Los Angeles, Chicago, Mexico City. Uh, so Photo House can be a brand, you know, widely outside of just Austin. Mm, but, awesome. but, you know, Antonio is 
kind of pulls me back. My other partner really just always puts me in check. I'm a bit of the dreamer. It's like, let's get this one done right first. Or well, every company <laughs> and then, one, Exactly. Right? Yeah, and, then, and, then we'll, and then we'll go to the next market. But, um, you know, we all travel. And, you know, the world is getting smaller in a sense. Mm-hmm. And if we can have a, you know, a brick and mortar, a safe environment in every location or major market, if you will, I think we'd do great. And to put on for, you know, cultural events like this, bringing artists together, celebrating artists like Zach Persons and, uh, you know, I mean, as a photographer, I like to celebrate people. Absolutely. Truly. And, you know, I think that comes with the photography and everything else. So, well, and I, I, think- I want to be able to do that, all, you know, all over the nation and elsewhere. Sure. Well, and what, um, what Daniel was saying as well is like, I don't want to miss a day being here. And I think that's the sense of community we're trying to like create. We have a membership program as well. But like, if you miss a day being here, if, if Daniel or I aren't here, I like hate hearing like who he got to meet and I didn't, you know, like yeah. that's how like fun it is to be here. Like right. every day I want to be sitting in that chair over there trying to edit my photos, even though sometimes I get sidetracked by, by all the distractions. Yeah, um, yeah that's sure wonderful plenty. though. People come in and out and we have a lot of fun here. I, I don't think I would be doing this if I didn't have fun. No, yeah. I mean, we joke around the only rule of photos, there are no rules. Yeah. Uh, I like people to come here and have fun and, and just be themselves. And be creative and be inspired and do what you really want to do. A lot of times people come up to me and, you know, the conversations that I have with them, they ask me, you know, questions that, you know, they need for themselves. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're a corporate guy or whatever the case is and they just hate their jobs. Yeah. And they have a side gig and things like that. And, and you know, I'm no one to give advice, but, you know, if you truly want to pursue that creative side, yeah, um, just do it, you know. Fuck it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta fucking leave. Yeah. Like, yeah, you gotta take that, burn the boat. Exactly. You know, you gotta, um, you gotta harness and foster your talent or whatever you want to do and give it your all. Yeah, and surround yourself with people that got you. You know, if you sure. do fall, um, but it's gonna take that. It's gonna take that leap of faith. But um, you know, and uh, one thing I like to speak about on when we have space full of creatives is that you know that we get so much motivation and inspiration from each other. Mm-hmm. And whether it's other photographers or artists, we're always learning new techniques, um, new approaches, new ways of doing things. And I'm sure like at the helm of this space, you get to see people interact in so many different ways that your minds are probably just exploding with ideas of what you can do with your space. And that's got to be a, a, a really gratifying place to be. Yeah, no day is the same. I can tell you that much. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, well, we don't want that. No. <laughs> no, we don't want to get too routine. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of us know that well. Yeah, um, sure. So we want to break up those boxes, break up the routine, and uh, continue to show up and continue to grow and continue to learn and never really get to the point where you know we think we've mastered it all. And I think that's what the impression that I get from y'all creating this space is that you not only want to host events, um, but you want to continue in a path of education and, and, and showcasing and celebrating people. And um, anybody can do that in any industry. And, you know, if you don't have a space yourself, then, you know, talk to people that do. And um, there's, a, there's a lot of opportunities for us to help each other out and uh, find ways of celebrating each other and finding things that we can do that are mutually beneficial. Um, Because the only path is up, especially with all this growth right now in this city. Yeah, and I think that's like what the photography industry is feeling in general right now is like we all need to adapt to the fact that everybody's got to be able to do video, photo, um, you know, augmented reality even, like whatever. Like you need to have all these tricks in your bag or know someone who who can do it. Right. And that's like kind of one of the great things about 
this space. And, and what we're doing, I guess, with Photo House is trying to make a space that's for all of those types of uh, mediums as well, you know. And, you know, we're kind of taking the, the old dog and teaching it new tricks, you know, right. making an, a space that's like just so versatile. And that's why we're having these nights is mm -hmm. to, to kind of show all these uses that you could have for this space. Yeah, I think... And all um, the different types of people that could come in the door. And that's what's so sure. fun. Yeah. It, in any industry, there's still room for innovation. This room is growing. There's still things that are happening, especially with the introduction of technology. It just blows my mind what, what's capable, what we're capable of doing now. Um, and you got to hop on that train or you're going to get left behind. But I think that's inspiring to a lot of us um, in this room is that there is still room for innovation. And listen to your intuition. Listen... Um, to what directions you feel called towards and take that leap and stick to it. Establish yourself, own your space, right? We don't get to the top by doing what other people are doing, right? We have to be pushing that status quo. Um, and hopefully, you know, if that, that resonates with y'all and um, I, will, I, I would love to have that conversation on the side anytime. Um, but, you know, I think... Uh, I think we got a beautiful opportunity here and and uh, thank you guys for, for having us. I, I want to thank all of you guys out there who has always supported us like since day one and um, I mean let's be honest if you guys weren't here then it'd just yeah. be us three yeah. <laughs> drinking and smoking. But, uh, yeah, the people are the key to everything you know is like, it is. It yeah, is. It's, the it's, community is everything you know yeah. I mean like a lot of people in my industry they're very competitive mm -hmm. and everyone's competitive I get it but you know I think we can learn a lot from more from each other than pushing each other out or you know I mean everyone fights for the same jobs I understand that but there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it right so you know and I think that's what makes Austin special is itself is people's willingness to collaborate um, I've lived all over the world um, and a lot of places I've been, people are just using each other, stepping on each other's backs to get, get theirs, you know. And um, it never felt right to me because I knew what home felt like. And I, I'm, I'm not partisan too much, you know, um, to that. But, you know, I think it's an interesting dynamic that we have here in Austin, um, especially right now. I don't know if it's um, increased awareness after these quarantines or or what, but people are very present, they're very clear, and um, I think with that we need to act on that now um, after having that space in order, in, instead of just hopping back into our normal lives and getting caught up in that routine again, um, because we have a tendency to forget. And um, so if we could continue to show up and remind ourselves of those lessons that we've learned over the last year and, and how grateful we are to be back out, um, for things to be back open, and for people to be smiling and enjoying life. And yeah, the traffic jams might be worse, but that's all right, right? You know, I, I go out to Zilker and that loop's full and I, I, can't, I can't get mad about it because everybody's out enjoying their lives. And, um, you know, that's the message that I really want to push here um, tonight and expand on is that whether you're from here or you just moved here, um, we need to, you know, I guess it's just the, the easygoing, you know, Texas way is just kind of treat people as individuals um, with always with compassion and kindness first in our hearts. Um, try to really see people as they are and let them be that because people have been coming to Austin for generations um, to escape whatever lives they had, uh, whatever, you know, 
uh, rules they grew up around or whatever. And Austin has been a place, you know, since the 60s and 70s where people came to escape, you know, a more conservative state and, and they came to express themselves and that's what's flourished and that's what makes Austin Austin. Um, but that will change if, if we don't do anything and we don't say anything. Most importantly, the latter. Just use your voices. Yeah. So. Well, I'm using my voice today. Absolutely. I'm actually a very shy individual. I don't like to be on camera. I don't yeah, like to speak in front of anybody. But this is kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I actually moved here in 2015. Uh, my plan was only to be here for an Austin for one year. And that's yeah. it. Go back out to Cali with my family and everything else. And I made so many wonderful friends from the get-go. Mm -hmm. uh, it was really hard to leave, you know. Yeah. And I actually came to Austin at 28 years old. Broke. Just got a divorce. Lost everything in oil and gas. It's like, what am I going to do? You know, yeah. so I had I rented this really awesome place um, out to 290 Oak Hill uh, above a garage. And I just started, took a year of sabbatical, just figured out, Daniel, what do you really want to do? I started building vintage motorcycles. Completely fell in love with that. And, you know, I called my brother in Chicago. Hey, man, will you send me a, a camera? Yeah. He had like a bunch of cameras. So he sent me this rinky-dink like crop, <laughs> crop sensor camera. He sends it to me. All I wanted to do was take photos of my motorcycles that I built. That was Sweet. it. Yeah. And that gave me so much joy. And then as soon as I turned that to, you know, portraits and people, mm -hmm. I saw the reaction on, the, you know, on their faces and how it made them feel and how it made myself feel. And then in there, it was like epiphany after epiphany. Uh, I just knew what I wanted to do. You were in and, alignment. And I sacrificed everything to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and we're here now. I don't think it's like we made it by any means. I think after the manifestation, the dreaming, the actualization, now the real work starts. And yeah. That's really exciting. Because well, you get something, it. how are you going to keep it? For sure. And how are you going to grow it? That's truly when it, like the real nitty gritty work starts. Yeah. So um, we're in a really wonderful place right now. Exciting, exciting time. Yeah, I think there's this illusion that just when you're in alignment and you find your path, that it's easy, you know, and it's it's not. There's there's often more work than ever um, for you to take that step and and really know that you got yourself and and um, be strong in your roots in that way. And but that's where all the power happens, right? When you really need something to work and you believe in yourself, that's where you really start to trust your instincts and you can really dial that in and. And for me, you know, if I've ever felt out of alignment, it's been quite a painful process, you know, whether it's the relationships I'm having um, or physically, um, you know, the world and my body is always trying to tell me something. And I try to listen as often as possible. Um, but I think if we put ourselves, you know, in lines of work, where we're able to listen in positions where, you know, you can listen to that instinct and obviously it's worked out for you. And, and uh, I can see that, you know, there's, there's not as much weight on your shoulder as it would have been if you're still working that corporate job, I assume, Sure. you know, so, and it, it very easily could have gone that direction. Yeah. It definitely makes it easier with like wonderful partners like Antonio and Colt and Chisholm mm -hmm. who bring so many ideas to the table to the table and put in the time and the work. Um, we're all really passionate people, you know, mm -hmm. and um, we're doing this because we love it. Mm -hmm. It uh, gives us the quality of life that we want in, in our lives. Yeah. You know, so I'm definitely lucky. Yeah. And it's not easy, but it's just so much more rewarding than it is hard. You know, the yeah, the tough sure. times and like of course in starting any business isn't easy you know right like, but you know throwing a party every two weeks isn't easy either, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun guys it is fun <laughs> drink up yeah i think that's there's a lot to be said for that um you know i think with the the partner thing is it's definitely sticking with me because i think that 
a lot of us use social media. We see social media. We see these platforms and everybody shows up on top of their shit all <laughs> the time, right? And until you share a space with a partner or you, you co-work in a space, you understand that there's a lot that happens behind it. Um, there's a lot of teamwork that's needed. We have to talk to each other on a real level and you got to stay grounded. If we just view everything like these platforms are built where everything's glamour shots, everything's the best photo, everything's the best, mm -hmm. then people can see this unrealistic idea of what it means to be an entrepreneur or an industry leader or whatever you're in. And so that message needs to transform these spaces. We need to show the behind the scenes. We need to show um, how things are made. We need to show the struggle. We need to talk on a real level with each other about, you know, that, you know, how we're holding up or whatever, because that's what's really going to inspire people to do something that's obtainable instead of just dreaming, right? There's a lot that happens between, you know, feeling called towards something and then actually living out your dream. Um, but if we're just surrounded by people that are living out their dreams all the time on these feeds, um, then there can be quite a gap between what's realistic and what's obtainable and, uh, you know, how lost we feel. I, I, I think everything is attainable. Ever since I was a For kid, sure. I knew that, like, anything that you really wanted, it's tangible. How do you think that person did it or that person did it? Yeah, that's good. You know, that's good trait. question yourself. Don't, don't question yourself. Mm -hmm. um, it, it takes a lot of dedication and perseverance and all of the, the things that your parents would, like, beat into you, you know? Yeah. It, those things were definitely taught from my father. Yeah. Um, and it resonated with me in my adult life. Yeah. I'm, and it took a long time, you know? I'm glad you had that. You know, but uh, I know a lot of people that don't, you know, they're yeah. always questioning everything. They're always not sure insecurities come up first. Yeah, for and sure. So they stay quiet. And, um, you know, I think that's this, the movement of being, using the words like people need to feel seen or whatever. That's just simply showing up in that way, right? Where if someone needs to express themselves, you see in Berlin where it's street art or, you know, like people need to express themselves. As a matter of fact, that's what makes them human. Um, so if we can show up to our friends that way, our family members that way, and just create a safe space, um, like we, you know, like you're saying you do here, it's a, it's a very realistic way, and we feel that tonight. And um, I think that's I think that's what we'll close up with, man. I think. Yeah. Well, I was just going to mention too, like, I feel like a partnership's like a family, you know, like yeah. you can't pick your family, but we picked each other as partners and now it feels like family because we do see each other through all those hard and good times and mm. like the highs and the lows every single day. Yeah. And we know that each other are there to like uh, have each other's backs. So that's just an amazing thing here. And, you know, we're hoping to bring that to everybody that is either a member or just comes in the door the first time. Yeah, sure. from our clients or customers or friends and people who want to come create here. I mean, yeah. it's going to be a long-lasting relationship, you know? Beautiful. Um, it's not about money here, obviously. It, it just isn't. I yeah. mean, we, he and I are both creatives. Yeah. And we're doing this for the community, truly. As long as that's sustainable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we'll make it sustainable. That's yeah. not a yeah, problem. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, it's an exciting time, you know? Yeah. But if you guys, I know a lot of people out here, you know, you're, you're doing your thing and living out your truth. Just don't stop. Don't, don't let stop. anybody say anything to you about anything. Yeah. Get they rid of anything. Know, they don't know anything. Certain. You know how many people told me I couldn't do this and did that and this? I mean, my, my motorcycle friends were laughing in my face. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be a photographer, right? But, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Just take that time. Create that space in your life where you can get quiet and really you know, listen to your heart and feel which direction you feel called towards. And, um, you know, if you got to surround yourself with different people, 
Um, if you need support, um, then I would say this is a good place to start. Um, yeah, thank look you. to these individuals that you're meeting tonight. And, you know, I think that's what's so beneficial about these different spaces is that we have the opportunity to meet people that we wouldn't normally interact with. Um, so if you feel called to speak to someone tonight and introduce yourself, please do so. Um, it's really important. That's where the magic happens in this city. Um, there's a lot of people that are very good at what they do. Um, people are passionate about what they do here and they're willing to collaborate. So um, if we can all, you know, have that attitude and extend our hand to those that are moving here, um, those that are new to this city, then I think this is only going to grow because that is something that can be felt. And um, we're all here tonight feeling that right now. And that's where this ripple effect needs to come from. You need to be familiarize yourself with what this feels like and take that to the streets. And uh, Evan, I did want to mention, um, we have a really great next person coming on who's going to yeah. be talking about human trafficking. And like that's part of what we want to do with this platform is be able to elevate and um, give a voice to things that we believe in. And that's part of why we started Photo House as well. Excellent. And so we're really happy to um, welcome Dr. Marlene in a moment here. So yeah. don't take off your headphones. Get ready because she's going to be really mind-blowing. And I think that everybody's going to love this. So thank Round you. Round two. Awesome, well, thank Evan. You. Hey, thanks so much, man. Yeah, thank you for guys coming. for coming into the photo house. Chisholm. Thank you, guys. All right, we got our next guest. All right. Hey, are there more headphones? There's a few people out. Each one, whichever one you like. You can adjust the mic however you like. It's perfect. All right. There's still some headphones in the middle, so if you have anybody around you that doesn't have headphones, let's go ahead and get those out. All right. All right, Dr. Marlene Carson. Yes. Welcome. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. Um, I'm ecstatic to have the opportunity to sit here with you and, and uh, to use my platform to continue to share your story. Um, and I'll let you introduce yourself. Thank you so much. I am Dr. Marlene Carson. I am a survivor of domestic minor sex trafficking. And most people say, what is a survivor? Well, I survived sex trafficking as a teenage girl. I was kidnapped when I was 15 years old, a virgin girl, raised in church, two-parent household, youngest of five siblings, and it still happened. Mm. But I thrive in business. And my mission and mandate is to help others that have gone through the same experiences revive their dead dreams, visions, and purpose. I absolutely love this space mm. because I think this is what it represents. For sure. Yeah. yeah, I think there's we all have unique opportunities here. Um, we all have ears and eyes on our platforms. And um, to use those platforms to attach our, a, a genuine message and someone that's trying to step up and serve um, is really important. Yeah. And I want to thank you for, you know, having the courage to do so. And um, you're going to impact a lot of lives. Um, you. But, you know, there's something in your story that just sticks out to me. And, and it's not easy to put yourself out there um, into the light. It takes a lot of work. Um, but you know that once you step up and serve in that way, that you will impact lives. And today that's more attainable than ever. It is. It was. It's, it's been a journey. I'm sure. It's definitely been a journey to go from um, a life of exploitation to a certain level of healing and wholeness. And even what you were saying um, with Daniel and Chisholm, 
It's like um, not having support systems and and not being confident to know that you can do and step out and help someone else's life, especially after you've gone through things like this. But um, the one thing that I've realized is that we overcome when we help someone else. And that has been my greatest, uh, I would say, message is when you have gone through things like this, help somebody else. Because when you put yourself second and help someone else get their life back or help someone get to their destiny or or fulfill their dreams, there's so much uh, joy in that that it makes you feel like you can do it for yourself. Yeah, I think for me, I always say pain is, has been the ultimate teacher. Yes. Um, especially in that sense of stepping up and serving from a genuine place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's there's no reason that we would experience something so harsh or painful um, if it wasn't to express it and share it and hopefully help somebody out because, you know, there is this tendency to isolate um, through yes. painful and traumatic experiences. And all of us have our own timelines and stories um, and backgrounds. Um, but encouraging one another to be a little bit more vulnerable mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to share your story. Um, there, there doesn't have to be this game of comparing my pain to yours or no. my trauma Mm-mm. to yours or thinking Mm-mm. that my trauma doesn't matter. Um, it, someone will resonate with that. Mm-hmm. You know, there is somebody, if we're on a platform, whether it's podcasting or social media, um, then you can reach people like we started this podcast talking about was that you can reach people in their own space um, and maybe caught, you know, in, in, a, in a low or a rut. Yeah. And they may be on their phone and they may be looking for something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more of us that can step up with a genuine message and um, serve each other in that way and just share so our perspective, that's where, that's where the beauty happens. You know what I like to say to the creatives that are in the room? Yes. I want to ask you all a question. Just think about this for a minute. What if you can create what you love to fight what you hate? Most of us hate the fact that sex trafficking even exists. Mm -hmm. But when I think about being a room of creatives like this, there are certain things we as um, directors of organizations and housing organizations that fight sex trafficking, there are, let me, can I just be honest with you all? I'm old, okay? (laughs) So this technology, I am, my grandkids would think I was the coolest one in the room tonight. You are. Just for being in here with you. No, you all make me the coolest one in the room. Trust (laughs) me. Yeah. And so, but when I think about it, there is technology. There are things there. This, the internet and, and websites and all that stuff that you all create. Some of us don't even know how to do. Mm. But it would just take something that, you know, for you all to create something, a message to get it out to the world that can resonate with someone that's going through trafficking, that resonates with someone that may want to help someone that's going through trafficking. Those are things that we can't do. So I just want you to think about what if you all can do what you love, create what you love to fight what you hate, which is sex trafficking. We can and we are. Yeah, you absolutely. This is something powerful about sharing space. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, there's always opportunity to serve mm-hmm. on whatever level that is. And yeah. so if you, if you have eyes and ears and attention, then like I said, there's a sense of responsibility that comes with that. Yeah. If your followers are just going up and, you know, you're just getting all giddy about that. Like, ask yourself, what can I do with this? Right. How can I show up? Mm-hmm. If, if I have those eyes and ears, who can I have on mm-hmm. that has a powerful and unique message that needs to be heard? Yes. Such as yours. 
Thank you. And it wasn't hard to, you know, Thank accept you so this interview and and those those opportunities will will fall into our lap if we're if we're looking and our mm-hmm, heart is open mm-hmm, to them. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I assume that you operate on the same level. I see absolutely that absolutely so, absolutely yeah. so. I yeah. absolutely love creating spaces and something that Daniel said: safe spaces. Mm. All spaces aren't safe. No. So to, to create a safe space for someone else to be able to live, grow, and thrive is the absolute best. So I want to tell you all about a space we just created yeah. in Ohio. We just um, acquired a 32-bed property for victims of sex trafficking. And the property, while it is a safe space, it's really all about education and entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Research has told us that those are two things that will help abolish sex trafficking. Empowerment. Is empowerment empower people. And so someone asked me when I was coming here, why are you going to Austin and why Texas? So there are victims of sex trafficking that are here that we needed to get out of Texas Mm. and they needed to go somewhere safe. They Mm. needed to come away from their environment. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. And so coming to Ohio, while we are in Ohio, our heart for victimized women knows no boundaries whatsoever. Mm -hmm. We take women literally from all over the country. But Texas has been a place where there has been, um, I actually sit on the U.S. Advisory Council, and uh, another one of our council members is here in Texas as well. Matter of fact, two council members are here in Texas. And the impact that we have been able to make, your legislation, your laws Mm -hmm. are about to change because what we have been able to do in Texas. So I am absolutely delighted to be sitting here in Texas today. Uh, Puts a lot of pride (laughs) in my heart. Happy to hear that. Yeah. And I I hope we continue to show up that way. Yeah, absolutely so. Those that are from here or those that are moving here. um, You know, what I've really realized is you know, from a young, young age, I, I joined the military at like 18 or 19 in boot camp um, in order to serve my country. And, and I realized that, you know, my ability to serve on that level wasn't just wasn't what I thought it was. But um, thank you for serving. Yeah, no. Still, yeah. I'm, thank you. I'm, I'm glad it's over. Uh, but anyway, coming back on a local level, um, you know, I realized how much power we have through serving community. Yes. Um, where you have the ability... Um, to have your feet on the ground and meet people and shake mm-hmm. hands and, mm-hmm. and meet people where they are eye to eye. Um, that's what's really, you know, beautiful about these opportunities yeah. is learning people's stories mm-hmm. um, and really getting a feel for what they need mm-hmm. um, instead of just interacting through, you know, these devices. Yeah. So one of our needs at Rahab Hope of Ohio, we created a campaign called Pieces of a Dream. Mm-hmm. We realized that um, survivors and victims alike come to us and they either have lost their dream or feel like their dream is so broken that it will never come together again. So we created a campaign called Pieces of a Dream. And the Pieces of a Dream campaign is where, where donors can donate $1,000 um, towards a victim's dream. Mm-hmm. When you donate that $1,000, you get a puzzle piece. Either you can get it or we'll design it for you. And on the wall of our facility will be your, your, your name, your company name, or um, 
But a quote. It could be a quote, actually, because some wow. people did do a quote. And so if you um, want more information, you can see that young man that's holding up awesome. the Pieces of a Dream campaign. And the other thing, if those for those who don't have $1,000 or, or want to collaborate, which we love collaborations, you can do a virtual fundraiser. Ask 10 people to come together, donate $100. Yeah. You still get the same puzzle piece. But the phenomenal part about that is you also get to sit with a survivor of sex trafficking and she will share her dream. Mm. When you hear, like you said, this one-on-one and when you hear the heart, I, I just want I don't want to bring this down, but I want to tell you a story. Sure. There is a survivor in our facility right now. She's uh, 30 years old. She's been trafficked since she was 14. When she came to us, I, I asked her to see her ID because you, I did not believe she was 30. Mm-hmm. Her body looked like she's about 12. Yeah. And you can tell the abuse. You can tell the trauma. You can tell the... Um, she's just been stagnated in her life. But what we did, like the first three or four days we, we were there... It's just amazing to see how she's evolving. And all we did was created a safe community. Mm-hmm. We ain't doing anything special. Yeah. It's really yeah. nothing special. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All we just gave her some love and a safe place where she can she can think again. She yeah. can get her life back again. And it's been just absolutely amazing. There's another girl that came to us when she was 19 years old. And um, when she came, the caseworker for her case literally told us not to invest in her. Mm. Said she was a throwaway. I didn't realize that that was a government term. She'd probably been told told that her whole Men, life. Her, her whole in life. A lot of forms. But can I tell you, you all can look her up, but she's, she's done many interviews. 14 months later, she graduated valedictorian of her high school. Wow. But the awesome part about it, I remember the day she called me, she said, Miss Merlene, I'm in trouble. And I'm like, what did you do? She said, I graduated. No, she said, I'm a valedictorian. And I said, girl, that's a good thing. She didn't even know what it meant. <laughs> she literally did not know what it meant. But um, just some amazing stories that, of the transformation of these lives. And, and even for my own life, in April of last year, I was appointed by then-President Trump to be on the U.S. Advisory Council on Trafficking. And you would have never been able to tell me that my life would have evolved to, to be in traffic, to now educating and, and uh, making re- recommendations to government on trafficking. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, there's been a lot of work done in the last, you know, few years. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> a lot of progress in yeah. that, that road. And, you know, I think that's the introduction of technology. And absolutely really so. being able to reach absolutely. people when they feel the most lost um, or just to know that there's somebody out there that does care. And for people like yourself that give us a voice. Sure. You know, they they always say that we um, have the voice for the voiceless, be the voice for the voiceless. I always kind of want to give some resistance to that because we have a voice. We do. We do have a, a voice. A very important one. It just needs to be heard. Amplified. Amplified. Absolutely. Absolutely so. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful that, to do that today. And um, I, I, I saw that there was the pamphlet in the back. Yes. Um, so if anybody would like more information of how to follow um, or, you know, support their platform, um, please do so. This is your call to action. Yeah. Thank and, you so um, much. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, I think, uh, is there anything you want to say in closing? No, I just want to ask you again. Well, if you can do what you love to fight what you hate. Thank you for this time. Thank you, Chisholm and Daniel. Thank you for creating this space. Absolutely. I really enjoyed being here tonight. Yep. And then if you want to, do you want to say your uh, social media? Sure. It's Join the Switch. 
join the, the switch. switch. Beautiful. Uh-huh. Yeah, or Peerpreneur. You can also um, find us at on Instagram at Peerpreneur. Cool. Yeah, and I'll, I'll put all that in our show notes and everything and make sure that y'all's message is heard. So, <laughs> thank well, you so much. It's great to meet you, Marlene. You as well. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Out. I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interviews. Electric acid. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of Her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women.